for the wonderful, all the preparation that went into Thursday night, and the, the planning, and the food was absolutely just excellent, and so the fellowship was even better, so thank y'all so much, and uh, we're very, very, very thankful and grateful, and as I shared this morning, the Lord has just used that to encourage our hearts in a special way as we heard testimonies. Dick and Valerie, thank y'all, you were there, and a lot of you got there somewhere around two o'clock in the afternoon and stayed till midnight that night. So thank y'all so much. We're very. It was late. I know. Well, it was probably eleven or so, but it was. But thank y'all so much. We're very grateful, and I cannot. I'll. I'll always remember the comments. Well, as long as I can remember, I'll remember the comments that um, that you know people really expressed their gratefulness and the the fact that a need was met. And they want to see it to continue. They don't want to see it just stop with one time. So, so very exciting, very grateful. So what was I speaking on this morning? Does anybody know? Gene, what was I speaking on this morning? <laughs> so does anybody know? Come on. I mean, surely you can remember that, that distance. Yes. Do you know? Huh? Okay. Well, let's try again. Um, Come on. I mean, I don't feel bad because I, I know that I, I forget what I ate the day before. So it can always get worse. It could always, it could always get worse. <laughs> How about the faithfulness of God would be just a good general topic. The faithfulness of God, you can always count on his faithfulness. And um, my wife and I were discussing some of the things afterwards uh, in between uh, the services here. And uh, she reminded me as we were discussing and talking about um, getting ready for today, uh, the, just the fact that there are times in life, and we've had people tell us this, we've had people say, that as they were going through, about to enter into something, they were going through something, it was like that small, still voice saying, can you trust me now? In other words, there's this circumstance, there's this trial that's bigger than you ever dreamed, you did some one you would have never designed, and that still small voice, can you trust me now? Now, and the first time I heard that, some of you might remember me sharing this a couple of times, but Dr. Gerald Melton, and uh, he, he felt like he came to First Baptist support, he's told me many times, he said, I came just for you. Because he was only there 12 months, and then he went back to his church that he came from originally. And we would spend time together, and he, he knew I'd surrendered to preach, and he was trying to help me and encourage me. And he was telling me about trusting God, how his daughter had um, something on the brain, water on the brain. And they had to, this was, this was a long time ago. Surgeries have improved so much. But she had water, and they had to put a stent in her, in their skull, in the back of her head, and it would drain down the back of her neck. And he said, "I was just," I, he said, "I was just crying, literally crying, weeping for, before God, my little girl, my little girl. Is she going to survive the surgery? And then she's going to have to have this stent, and you know." And he said, I clearly know my father's voice. And he said, 
can you trust me even now? Can you trust me even now? So folks, the walk, as we mentioned this morning, the walk with the Lord, you can't, I mean, we want to talk about the praise, we want to talk about all this, but you can't leave out the part about the trials and tribulations and the struggles that we all face. We all face them at one time or another. That's why in James it says to give thanks for the variety of trials. It's variegated. That word is variegated. The variety. Your trial is different than my trial, and your trial is different than my trial. But we all have them at some level, some degree. We have them. And they're used to conform us to the very character. And here's, the, here's a key thing, and I don't know if I really made this clear, but people are watching us. I don't know if you understand or believe, but non-believers are watching believers. They're looking at us. And some are looking forward to the day we fail. They're looking forward to the day we fall. But some are genuinely interested to see how we respond to life. Because they have struggles. They have problems. They have issues. They have sicknesses. They have deaths. But they, they are genuinely interested in seeing how we respond. to our. And I think, you talk about preaching messages. I think one of the most powerful messages a Christian can preach is a proper response to the difficulties of life, responding positively to the grace of God and being very real and very transparent and very open with people, but letting them see a difference in you. Letting them see something that that's, can be attractive in you. I, uh, <clears throat> I was at the feed store. And uh, this was about a month ago, and I was going through, I told you I'd had this uh, uh, infection, and, and I was going through a pretty difficult time for me. I, I just, I haven't had things, and, and so I, I was going through this, so I went in the feed store during that time, and the young lady behind the counter just, I mean, out of nowhere said, are you okay? I mean, this isn't just a clerk at the feed store. Are you okay? And I said, yeah, I, I'm okay. And she said, we just don't seem to be your normal positive self. And I got it. I mean, I, I hate to even say, I got in my truck and I got on the phone with my wife and I, called, I started bawling. I, I said, Linda, I am so grieved that I went in there and my countenance was down and I was struggling and but it was so obvious that the girl behind the counter noticed and said, you don't seem to be yourself today. Folks, people are watching us. And I don't think it's necessarily a negative for them to see that we have real hurts, that we have real pain and we have real struggles and we do cry. But they need to see us positively responding to the grace of God. Well, Along with the message then from this morning, um, I, I read this. In our house, the back 
is almost, the back is almost all windows. It's all, it's big glass windows. And so we've got the creek and the, and the oak trees and then the wildlife and the deer that come up right at just 50, 50 yards from the back door. And so we're looking out and the sky was blue, not hardly a cloud in the sky. And I was reading this to my wife. It's Psalm 36, 5. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in, and we were looking out in the heavens. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. And we talked about that really the basic number one message this morning is the faithfulness of God. You can count on him. I heard, I think, I forgot who it was. I think it was, well, I can't remember who it was. One of the preachers said, God is faithful, man is fickle. You can't count on man, but you can sure count on God. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reaches unto the clouds. And just imagine the, the vast space, the vast origin, the vast enormity of the heavens and the clouds. And that's God's mercy and God's faithfulness. You can count on him. You can trust him. And we all have our struggles and we all have our pressures and we all have issues where we just fall on our face before God and say, I had someone, in fact, his pastor Joe, just, just this afternoon sent us, we're in a three-way text. He sent a text. He said, how appropriate this morning for this most recent struggle for them he was headed home. One of his seven-year-old son is very sick. And he was going home to see if he could be of help to him. That he had, It's an issue, and they don't know where it's, where it's going to lead. So we assured him that we would pray this afternoon. But, I mean, what, two and a half hours ago? And then all of a sudden, here's, a, here's another major crisis. You've got, you've got Aaron, you've got your brother driving up there and you know the axle brakes this load this axle brakes and then a truck burns up i mean you don't have to look too far the nelsons with their their vehicle their own vacation their vehicle struggles and linda sent a text and and melody sat back and said you'll never know how grateful we are for you to reach out to us during this time. So folks, you don't have to look very far. People, it's just part, it's part of life. But if we have the proper perspective and not get angry, not get bitter, not lose out on what God is trying to teach us, then we're going to be leaps and bounds ahead. And God's going to take us as this, so many times, he's going to take us deep, on the deep with him. And that's where he wants us to be. Deep with him. Trusting him. Depending on him. Not just for the big things. But for every detail of life. Every decision. I don't think as a mature believer. I don't think any of us ought to be making any decisions. Without truly having the mind of Christ. Right in the center of it. We, did, we don't need to do anything till we know we've gone before God and God has given the green light of the whatever. So, I'm going to read our Luke passage if you want to turn there. 
And let's, we will, Dan, and help us remember, we'll pray for uh, Pastor Joe and his family as they're going through another struggle, another issue. And it's just so, it just, it, it happens. So this is Luke twenty two fourteen, And when the hour was come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this, divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. Let's be good Bereans of the word and understand the full the full truth of the joys and the excitement and all the blessings, but also the reasons behind some of the struggles that we face that will draw us closer to, to the Lord and help us to tr totally trust Him at all times. So let's pray. Father, we thank You now for uh, what we're about to participate in, in the, this wonderful reminder of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary for our sins. And we rejoice and we are thankful. We thank you for the wonderful blessing of being a Christian and the wonderful joy of knowing you as our personal Lord and Savior. And we thank you, Father, for just being able to, uh, to participate in the Lord's Supper today. Pray for those that are hurting, Pastor Joe and his family and others. Lord, the pools, we just pray that you just continue to help each one with the personal struggles that they're going through and that we would all be compassionate and caring and remember to pray in a, in a fervent way, a regular way, a caring way during the week. And we just love you, Father. Thank you for Jesus and his sacrifice, his shed blood, his death on the cross, and his victory over the tomb. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.